Hey everyone, welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project podcast. I'm your host, Trisha, registered dietitian, nutrition coach. This podcast is for busy women like you with a desire for achieving better whole health balance. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward one tiny step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you are here. This week, we're going to talk about meal prepping and how that's going to help make it an easier, smoother, more efficient week for you. Meal prepping is a way of just making meals ahead of time, or at least preparing ingredients ahead of time so that you can use them in any of the meals you're planning for the week. Preparing ahead is much more convenient and usually cheaper and often healthier way of eating instead of waiting until the last minute to decide what you want to consume. So we're going to talk about some easy and simple ideas to get you started. Why is meal planning important? So I don't know about you guys, but I can't stand having to decide what I'm going to have for dinner every night, standing in front of the refrigerator, trying to figure out what I have in terms of ingredients and then putting something together, making this whole meal that my kiddo probably won't even eat and I'll be eating by myself and then having to wash all of the dishes. I feel like I spend so much of my time just washing dishes. It's like 50% of my life. So for me, that's one of the reasons that I like meal planning. I like it because it's going to help pick a day, make my meals, and then just get to spend more time with my kid, less time to be cleaning up every single night. But I know right now there are a lot of us that are limited from going out to eat. Maybe before we went to restaurants or we did something that was really convenient we had a lot of options that were convenient that really might not be available to us right now. So it's hard when you're trying to work and take care of your kids, or if you're busy from working from home and you have your kids, or if you're just working home, or if you're a mom that's at home. And I know that feeling of every day trying to figure out what you're going to eat and how you're going to plan it. We're all really busy and we're doing so many things at once that I think meal planning can be a tool that we use to make our life a lot simpler. In my nutrition practice, meal planning is also really important because I see a lot of women that come to see me, they have all these hopes of achieving their nutrition goals. And by not meal planning, they get completely derailed of what their goals are. And it's usually because they're eating out or They're overwhelmed with the idea of cooking, especially if you're a single person, it's, it's really overwhelming to cook a huge meal for just yourself. And I think also a lot of times we maybe haven't gone grocery shopping or we just don't really have any of the food or ingredients available to make meal prepping attainable for that particular week. But then it just becomes this cycle of ordering takeout foods. And we know that they don't really make us feel that great, but it just becomes a cycle of what's easier. And so convenient foods like that, that may derail our health progress or even our goals, just, it just becomes more convenient and easier for our lives to do. 
So, I mean, again, I get it. I have certainly been there and it's not always something that's fun to do. I don't particularly like, you know, waking up on a Sunday morning. That's when I do my meal prep to just kind of cook for a few hours. But I know that by doing that for maybe two or three hours on a Sunday morning, that I get to spend more time with my kid during the week. And then more importantly, I'll have more time for myself to be able to do something that I really want to do instead of cooking, which maybe that's not really my priority. Maybe I'd rather do something else. So for me, and I'm sure maybe for you too, I'm really willing to make that small sacrifice on my weekend to get to the bigger goal during the week. And when I'm, when we're, we're going to talk a lot about like meal planning and just like some ideas, like how to get started and some ideas, but everything that I say is going to be ways to make things that are really simple and convenient and as stress-free as possible. So preparing meals ahead of time is really a way that we can take ownership over our health goals and that we can make progress towards achieving really what we want and having that nutritional balance that maybe we crave and and that we're hoping to achieve. So let's talk about the process of meal prepping. Meal prepping is going to, it's going to be a lot like meal planning. You're going to be thinking about what your week looks like and where you have some gaps in there. So think about like, do you have any areas that you feel like when you're looking at your food and your meals for the week that you could improve on? Are there some meals where you are completely overwhelmed or, or really just tired of making? Think about that, right? And so let's kind of review some ideas or that are either like convenient food items that you can add in there where maybe you have some of the gaps, or maybe these are some meals that you can make ahead of time. These are just some of the things that I do. So I certainly welcome any feedback to, to make it easy for all of us. So some breakfast ideas that I like in terms of meal planning, if breakfast is an area that you skip, I would certainly recommend from a dietitian point of view to get up in the morning and eat breakfast, not to skip it, just to kind of have as much um, scheduled meals as you possibly can have. Every day I would have, make sure that you have a scheduled breakfast, lunch, and dinner snacks. I don't worry about so much. It's just making sure that you are eating something that's scheduled. A lot of times I think for us, if we don't have something planned, it ends up being like these long snacking sessions or these like extended meal times, especially on the weekend. So let's first kind of have like a lot of structure during the week. And let's look at that. We have three meals a day and just kind of move from there. Some breakfast ideas include things like Greek yogurt with fruit. Okay. That's easy. We can buy that at the supermarket, oatmeal, overnight oats, some eggs. Eggs are really versatile. You could have an omelet that you make. Maybe you can even make that ahead of time, but that's probably also something pretty easy the morning of, especially probably on a weekend. Scrambled eggs, hard boiled eggs, easy to make ahead of time and and put in the refrigerator. You can also make, I don't know if anyone's made the veggie egg cups that you basically mix like eggs and some vegetables and maybe put a little cheese in there and put them in muffin pans. You can make them and then store them in the refrigerator so that you can take them out each day during the morning and and have a snack or have something to eat for breakfast. You can do um, breakfast burrito, protein bars. That usually tends to be something that I do. I just have a slew of protein bars that are sitting in my desk at work and I just kind of eat one of those. It's easy. I don't have to think about it. Some people like avocado toast. 
You could have um, English muffins with nut or nut-free butter, and then also having some kind of like protein powder on hand that you can add some kind of veggies or some kind of fruit or, you know, or something else to that. You can have also have some protein powders that you add some veggies or fruit to, and that could also be used as a breakfast meal. Some ideas for lunch and dinner that are also going to be easy. I'm going to go through some of these too. I'm now going to review some lunch and dinner ideas that or can be pretty simple, or at least can be made ahead of time. When I think about eating lunch and dinner, I'm typically thinking about a meal that consists of some kind of protein and some kind of starch and some kind of veggie. That's usually like in my head what I'm thinking. So for some protein ideas that I'm thinking of that you can have for lunch or dinner, this would include things like pre-made chicken or rotisserie chicken. So pre-made chicken, I sometimes if I'm really in a bind, I'll do those like pre-made chicken breasts that's already cut and sliced, and then I can just add them to my salads. Also, I'm a really big fan of Trader Joe's, probably because I think it's more cost-effective than some other stores. And it's also close to my house, so that's why I usually tend to be there pretty often. But Trader Joe's makes these pre-made chicken chicken, like I think there's like a lemon chicken and a balsamic chicken. Some weeks I'll just get one of those. And then again, I'll add it to my salad or I'll add it to like a wrap or, or even have like a chicken stir fry with it. So you can also do like frozen beef or frozen turkey. You can do um, burgers or any kind of meatless burger. They have chicken sausage. That's really easy to make that you can make ahead of time. You can do eggs. Again, you can do hard-boiled eggs. You can do eggs as like a quiche. You can do like any canned beans can be used as a protein source. For canned beans, I typically pour out the beans into a colander and then rinse them off. And that usually helps with for like gas and lattice and things like that. Other protein ideas for dinner time or for lunch include nut and nut-free butter In our house, we have sun butter since we have nut allergies, but sun butter is just as delicious as probably some of the nut butters in the market. Other things, especially for my vegetarian ladies out there, would be baked tofu or stir-fried tofu, tuna, especially tuna salad, or even just baked tuna, salmon, shrimp. So there's lots of different protein sources. I think it's just Sometimes it feels like we always probably eat the same kind of food. So I just wanted to kind of review some variety that that we could do. Other ideas for lunch and dinner options for protein include like a crock pot chicken or crock pot pork. And you could make something like that on the weekend when you're doing meal prep. You could have a pot that's sitting on the counter and you could find a recipe, Google a recipe of crock pot chicken, or you can do like a pulled pork. And then you can add those things to tacos or salad or lettuce wraps. And the same thing with ground turkey or ground meat or ground turkey. And you could probably even do some wraps with those too. So that could be an option for like a sandwich kind of like option. 
Other things you can do is marinate your favorite protein ahead of time and then keep it in the fridge until you're ready to eat it. So if you, instead of waiting till last minute and trying to marinate it, maybe on that day that you decide to prep, marinate your meats that you're going to use for the week and have that all ready so that when you're ready to use it, you can, it'll, it'll be ready for you. And then the marinade can be used like anything you can, right now you could probably grill some of the marinades. You could put it in the oven, you can put it on the stovetop, whatever you wanted to do, but it's just an option so that you're preparing this ahead of time and you have it for when you're ready to, to start consuming it. So I talked about how when I'm thinking of lunch and dinner, I'm thinking about having some kind of protein, some kind of starch, and some kind of veggie is usually what I'm thinking. Some starch ideas that are really convenient or that can be made ahead of time include like whole wheat pasta. You can certainly make that over, you know, the couple of days before or on the weekend when you decide to prep, whenever you decide to prep, there's raviolis that you can make. There's those uncle Ben has those single serving rice containers that you can just like pop in the microwave. Trader Joe's has these things that I really love. They're these fully cooked frozen quinoa and rice packets. So they're like, they tend to be found in the, the frozen food aisle and you can microwave them for three minutes or you can heat them on the, to- the stove top for six minutes. And these can be added as like a side dish or a stir fry. If you marinate something ahead of time and then you know that say you're going to do a frozen quinoa, that makes your life very easy when you're getting ready to make your meal especially for things that are, you know, very convenient like that. You can just pop them in when you're ready to use. You don't have to do a lot of prepping for those things. For veggies that I like to use for lunch and dinner, again, a really big fan of anything that's like prepackaged and easy. So I tend to go for things that are like, I like the prepackaged fresh or frozen veggies. So in the supermarket, there's usually like a prepackage of like broccoli and cauliflower or broccoli, cauliflower, and carrots. I usually go, tend to go to those because I like to have them either cold or I like to have them roasted. Other veggies that you can do is like anything that's already cut up and ready for you. So you could do like broccoli and cauliflower, like I suggested. You can do carrots. You can do parsnips. You can do Brussels sprouts. You can do squash. A lot of the supermarkets, and again, Trader Joe's has all of these things that they're already cut up. So if you want to roast them, which is what I do, and I think roasting it is makes it very easy, is I would already buy them cut up. Just put some kind of your favorite spice on them, like salt and pepper or garlic. Or I also like to use like the everything but the bagel seasoning. And then you can just then put some kind of oil on it. So you could do like an olive oil or an avocado oil. And then you can put those veggies right in the oven. And then once they're cooked up, you can just take them out and you can add them to eggs. You can add them to salads. You can add them to side dishes. The oils probably, what type of oil you use is probably going to depend on what, how you decide to roast them and what temperature really you're going to decide to roast them. So if you're doing like a higher smoke point or a higher temperature when you're roasting the vegetables, you'll probably want to go to avocado oil because that's going to have a higher smoke point. I like to roast my veggies longer. So I, I roast them usually under 400 degrees, but I know a lot of people like to do over 400 degrees. Uh, you can always buy like pre-made salad mixes in the supermarket too. And I think that's a really easy way that you can get some extra veggies. Some snack ideas that I like that are, that can be made ahead of time or that are just really convenient for us to eat include things like 
prepackaged unsalted nuts. They also have like the prepackaged trail mixes or just trail mix in general. I like to cut up like fruits and veggies and have them with like the veggies with hummus and the yogurt with some fruit dip. You could do things like cheese sticks or just fruit by itself. Also, you could do something like energy balls, which are really easy to make. You can probably, you can probably Google a recipe for that. And that would be something pretty easy. It's just usually a few ingredients and you put them in the refrigerator. Other snack ideas would be like chickpeas or popcorn or something like that. Other ideas. I know I've given you a lot of, I, I know I've given you a lot of things that I like to do and a lot of ideas that are, that can be like quick and easy. Some other meal prep and meal planning ideas include doing a sheet pan meal. So that could be like pulling out a, a, a sheet pan and then just loading it with veggies and some kind of protein that you like. So that could be like, um, what am I thinking? That could be something like chicken or pork or salmon, and then just having your choice of veggies and just putting some olive oil, salt and pepper, any of your seasonings that you like on it, and then just cooking it all together on a sheet pan. And when that's finished, you take it out of the oven and you have a complete meal ahead of you. Other ideas I like are bootables. So a Buddha bowl is typically a bowl with a lot of variety. I think it tends to be more vegetarian based, but usually what it has in it is things like greens or beans or tofu, and then just a lot of veggies. So it's nice because it gives you a lot of variety and it looks really pretty. I have a client that I see who just makes the most beautiful and appetizing Buddha bowls. It's nice too, because it's probably a little bit more portion control because you're getting a lot of variety and because it has a lot of veggies in it. Some other easy meal planning ideas include things like making soup ahead of time or making all the ingredients, having it ready for a stir fry. And then you can just, you know, add the quick ingredients. Like, especially if you have a chicken that's marinating, you can just throw that into a stir fry and add some veggies. That can be a really quick meal idea, making some casseroles. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is lasagna, having something like that, making it on the day that you decide to make food. And then you can eat that for the rest of the week. Other ideas that I like for lunch and dinner are something like a quiche where you can just have already roasted your veggies or have extra veggies on hand and just throw it into, throw it in with eggs and and make a quiche. I'm not even sure it requires more than that. That's my suggestion. (laughs) If meal prepping isn't really something that you think that you want to do or that you think it would be something that's really hard or just maybe it's not, it just doesn't fit into your life right now, you can also explore a meal prepping service. This could include something like Home Chef, Sunbasket, HelloFresh, Freshly, or Blue Apron. I've only used HelloFresh and Blue Apron, and I liked both of those. The gist behind this is that ingredients are usually shipped to your front door. You have the recipes and all of the ingredients that are just right right there. You can decide how many meals that you want that you need for a week, which is really helpful. The meal in itself usually serves one or two people, so it's convenient if you're one person You can have leftovers for the next day, or if you have two people, 
you can, you know, that's typically enough for one meal to serve you both. This could work again, if you're like a single lady living alone, or if you don't want to have a lot of extra food around from making like a big recipe, it could also work for parents that have small children or children that really aren't going to eat anything that you can, that you're going to prepare. So you guys could have this meal, the adults, and then, you know, that the children could have whatever they're, whatever you think they're going to eat. So now that we've talked about all of these things, all like different ideas and ingredients and the benefits of meal prepping and meal planning, let's talk about some real practical steps and ways that we can kind of get you started on and and to make this process a little bit more seamless for you. So the first thing I would think of is just figure out, pick a day that you pick a day and a time that you think you you're going to go grocery shopping, right? So think about it. Will it be the beginning of the week? Will it be the ends of the week? Will it be first thing in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening? What works for you? For me, because I have childcare on Thursdays and Friday nights, I typically go at that time. I come home from work, I go grocery shopping, and then it's just a set thing. I don't even think about it and I do it. I, so for you guys, that's what I would do. I would figure out what works in your schedule. Where do you think that you have the most time and flexibility to be able to plan to go grocery shopping? That's the first step. Figure out when you're going to, when you're going to go grocery shopping and then also decide how often you're going to do it. Are you going to go every week? Are you going to go every two weeks? Next, I would try to figure out what ingredients you have in the house and just start to compile a list of things that you think you'll need. In doing this, you're probably going to have to think about some recipes that you've used in the past that you've perfected and that you want to continue to have in your, in your food variety or like your repertoire of food. But also I would suggest maybe even looking up like one recipe and adding that to your meal planning for this week. To start, I wouldn't pick too many recipes. I would just start with like one recipe, just keep it simple and just figure out how you can, you know, just get started. Just try one recipe this week. You could even like put in the search bar something like five, you know, ingredients or less, just make a recipe, just find something to do. Again, just try one recipe this week and and see if that recipe works. Then go shopping on the day that you, that you picked and take your list. So you'll have your list. You'll either have it on your phone or you'll have your piece of paper with you that has all the ingredients that you think that you need. So after you've gone grocery shopping, you have all of the ingredients that you need. You know what you're going to make. Next, pick a day that you will do your food prepping. Decide when you have a few hours to dedicate to making this happen. I suggest you do it earlier in the morning or later in the evening when you have less distraction because it may take a few hours. It may take like two or three hours to get this done. You know yourself best. So pick a time that you think that you'll realistically do it. Like I've said, early Sunday mornings are my favorite because I like to be done, have all my fridge packed and all my food ready for the week. And then I have the rest of my day to enjoy. Now, when you're doing the meal prepping, think of the things that you're going to make during the week and how you're going to cook them. And what ingredients do you need to cook now and how will you cook them? So think about how you're going to cook the food. Are you going to cook it in an oven? Are you going to cook it in a crock pot? Are you going to do an air fryer? Make sure that you have a baking sheet if roasting is something that you decide to do. Next, take out the ingredients that you need to wash. So if you have any veggies or fruit that you need to wash, 
wash them off, cut them up, and then store them or decide if you're going to cook them. So just make that decision. Are you going to eat them now? Are you going to eat them later? What ingredients do you need to marinate or prepare to use as a staple for other foods this week? So do you have chicken? Do you have salmon? Do you have something that you're going to prepare now? And what do you have that you're going to use for later? Also now think about where will you store the food once it's prepared? Do you have glass containers that you're going to store them in? Do you have freezer bags that you're going to put them in to save them for later? Do you have mason jars that you're going to use? I know some people, I have a friend that likes to use mason jars for her salad. So she'll put everything in there and then she'll have the last thing she adds is her salmon and then she'll have it in a mason jar and she's good to go for a couple of days. So now you've gone grocery shopping, you've gotten your list of ingredients, you've prepared your food, you've stored your food. Now you're ready to go. You're completely done. Great job. You have saved yourself so much time and hassle for the upcoming week. It's really great. So take meal prepping one week at a time, look back and see what worked and what didn't, and then make a change. If you had a recipe that you didn't like, don't do that recipe again. Try something else. Every few weeks or so, try a new recipe so that you can see what you have and you can increase the variety of food recipes and ideas that you have. Maybe you try a new seasoning or maybe you try a new oil. This is not a perfect process. It's about what works for you. Again, I know we talk about this in all the episodes, but it's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better than you are now. Whole health is not an impossibility, but only you can make it happen. I don't have it figured out, but I know I can do a better job than I'm doing now. You may also feel that way. Remember to start where you're at. Don't go crazy. Just take it one day at a time. It's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better every day. Be kind to yourself, friends. I'll see you next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.